and welcome to Reality Blows. My name is Nick Maritato. I'm Ashley Burke-Roberts. This is a podcast all about reality television. That it is, Nicholas. Uh, we watch this shit so you don't have to. But you can if you want to. And you're going to want to. Guys, are stuff. you? is it sticking? Is our is our newish tag sticking? I'll tell you what. The newish intro, that one that we j- I just said. We'll wa- we watch this dirty ass shit so you don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, I feel uh, that was the worst I've, uh, I've ever... The worst I've ever felt about it. Yeah. Saying it. I was, uh, I knew I was saying it the whole time. It didn't feel natural at all. It felt uh, rehearsed, forced, uh, it scripted. It is. That's I mean, all true. That's everything that we don't want this. We want this podcast to be raw. Fresh. Uncooked. Reality. Um, you know, I have but, to stop cussing so early in the show, too. You have to stop cussing, period, okay? I what? Just, On know, the podcast? Just in front of our cat. It's not a good You're look. right. She's such a little baby. She's going to go out in the world and cuss and be like, I heard it from my mom. Yeah, I'm going to let her out of our apartment tomorrow and hope for the best. Uh, I'm hoping she doesn't curse at a stranger. She will become queen of Brooklyn. What? You think? I think Lily would either die immediately or dominate. <laughs> okay, one or the other. We'll um, never find out, hopefully. Yeah, she's our little angel. So, uh, today we watched an episode of Trading Spaces. Nick and I have a lot to talk about with you um, basically I've been away for a week. I've been in Virginia for four days. I just round up to a week. And during that time, something magical happened. I got introduced to a little show via my grandmother called, say it with me. Oh, sorry. <laughs> called Southern, Southern Charm. Charm. That's right. I, we watched an episode Thursday night. Then we watched a few more Friday, Saturday. I realized we had completed season one. Well, there's only nine episodes of that season one. I didn't realize that. Yeah. That was a short order. You blow through it. So Thursday, I'm texting Nick, and I'm like, okay, this is a new show for the pod. You got to watch it. And he's like, okay, I'll watch it. And then he 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 put, he put was at a very busy four days. He's very busy. And he didn't have a chance to watch it. Why did you say it that way? <laughs> <laughs> Why did you're you say that? You're a very busy way? boy. What and does that mean? It sounds almost as if you're uh, alluding to the fact that I was not busy. I'm just saying you could you had time to watch not it. Not on Saturday. Yeah, but I texted you on Thursday to watch yes, it. Yes, but Saturday I couldn't. What What about Friday? I could have done it. Yeah, and I, but I was busy. So he picked me up from the airport. Watching other things. He picked me up from wrestling. So there was some battle rap in there. Did you play video games? Played zero video games. So he picks me up from the airport about three hours ago, and I'm like, "Have you watched the Southern Charm?" And he's like, "No, I'm gonna go. We're gonna. I'm gonna watch the first episode, and then we can talk about it on the podcast." Folks, I'm a little disappointed. I assumed Nick would also crush the entire season in three days. I know his viewing habits. Um, so Ashley I was uh, earlier this morning. Ashley was legitimately mad at me as she was sitting in an airport uh, talking to me on the phone uh, based on the fact that I didn't binge an entire season. You wanted me to watch three episodes. You always pick what we watch on reality television. I just it's go along true. with it. I it's started this podcast. It's been time with you. So. <laughs> <laughs> that is not I let true. you pick whatever you want. You start, we did this podcast because I, I did I did propose this podcast. You So we could bond. No. Deeper. You, you co-signed. We've been together for eight years, Ashley, and we got to bring something else into the relationship. I watched two seasons of The Adventures of Sabrina for you. You did do that for me. The strange adventures of, but you will not finish Friday Night Lights for me, and that's reality, dog. That's something I've demanded. Listen, I'm done with Friday Night Lights. As Basically, of right now. whenever I find a reality show that I want to watch, 
very cavalier. I'll be like, Nick, let's watch this together. And then he's like, nah, that's okay. How about you watch this other? How about you watch three hours of a reunion show for a television show you don't even watch? So I really felt like he owed me one, folks. So when the Southern Charm thing came around, I was like, this is perfect. Because I can tell that this show has the right ingredients to entice Nick. And I was like, he's going to want to watch it with me. So he, um, he, he didn't while I was gone. So, you know, we made up. We met, we, I got over it. I was like, okay, we'll just watch one and then we'll talk about it on the podcast. But then we came back here after getting me from the airport. We watched the first episode together. And what happened, Nick? I enjoyed it. And I've decided I'm going to watch the whole first season. That's right, folks. And so we won't talk about it till next week. We'll talk about season one of Southern Charm. I know, folks, it's been on for six seasons. It's a whole thing. And either everybody has watched all of it and is over it. And we'll listen to this podcast being like, yeah, you like that guy now, but in four seasons, he killed a guy. Yeah. Um, I bet we crush. I get it. But it's also kind of fun because maybe you're one of these people that haven't watched it like us. And go ahead, watch a few episodes and then you'll talk about it. You'll be just like us. Either or, from either perspective... You're going to have a good time next episode. So make sure you tune into us next Monday, folks. My theory. Okay. So next Monday, we're going to have, uh, we'll have watched all of season one. And then my theory is that we will have crushed every available season that's out there by my birthday. I'm turning 27 on July 31st, and we will have crushed all seasons at that date. <laughs> Which date is that? July thirty first, nineteen ninety eight. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> when I turned 20, 26, yeah, yeah. 27. Oh, so you bumped it down. Forever young. Uh, I, I don't know. We'll see how long. I mean, there's a few other um, um, towns, cities that they go to. You know, I know that there's a a, a New Orleans season. There's that a Savannah season and... too that I'd like to watch because I did live in Savannah, so. That means something, I think. It does. It absolutely means something. But we're going to save our commentary on uh, Southern Charm, the mm-hmm. OG season, uh, for next week. So we're just letting you guys know. Check it out if you haven't. And if you have, enjoy our takes. Yeah, for real. And then for this week's episode, we watched... Um, a... Trading Spaces. Yeah. Oh, were you going to say something different? No, I thought you I forgot was, the name. I was going to say we saw an, a, an episode of Trading Spaces that features someone I know, which is very cool. Yeah, and that, we watched that specific episode, and it was a it was a crazy experience. I'd seen the show, but um, not in years, and never a full episode. But before we get into that, Nick, I'm curious, what have you been doing while I was gone? Why would you ask me that? <laughs> just because you weren't in the house for three days, all of a sudden now it's fucking Sodom and Gomorrah in here? Is that what you're saying? I'm just wondering. When you walked in, wasn't the place clean? There was some underwear on the floor. Yeah, but it was some... my underwear. <laughs> Listen, Ash, you stay out of my goddamn business. I will you say understand? the place was very clean, but I want to know what the hell you've been up to. Well, uh, I wish you would have prepped, uh, ha- uh, told me this before, Pot. No, I would have prepped I, a fake answer. I am springing this on you right now to get the truth. <sighs> Ashley... Unfortunately, on Thursday, when I, I, I dropped you off at the airport yeah. at nine, I went to the gym, I came home, and pretty much all day that day, I watched professional wrestling. Nick. I, 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 Nick. I, I watched it more. Just start a wrestling podcast. I, I don't want to. There's too many out there. It's too precious to me. I watched it more than I normally do, and, and I'm in a rut where I'm watching a lot of pro wrestling right now. It's I, I can't. It's it's tough for me to talk about this 
on our podcast because I know the blowhards are like, why is this guy? He likes so many cool reality shows. And when, what we're not hearing about is he's watching professional wrestling. What kind of an idiot is this? No. And then everybody else that's who not, doesn't that's listen. That's not why they think you're an idiot. Hey. Oh. <laughs> and every, every other person in the world who doesn't listen to this podcast is looking at me being like, he spends all of his time watching reality TV and professional wrestling. What is wrong with him? And yeah. then I go, hey, guy, listen, sometimes I watch... Uh, battle rap on YouTube, so yeah. that's uh, it's my little that's my little seasoning, my little adobo that I spice on my life is some battle rap. But unfortunately, on Thursday it was all professional wrestling. I had to catch up on stuff. There's so much going on right now in professional wrestling that it's really hard to keep up if you uh, enjoy it, and I enjoy it. So there's that. Uh, that's pretty much from morning till night. That's oh what I did God. on Thursday. On Friday, I decided to get out of the house. I got a coffee with a friend, our mutual friend, Zachary Sim mm-hmm. Simpson. Mm-hmm. Um, he, friend of the pod? No, Never not been at on all. it. And he never a, will be. He's a friend of the pod. He's a comedian. Look him up. He's pretty good. Um, oh, my. What? Oh, my God. I just pulled out my headphones. It's okay. We're still recording. Okay. Anyway, so I uh, met up with Zach at our lo- local coffee joint. We've uh, described this coffee place a few times on this podcast. Um, mostly that it's a place that uh, I had an altercation with a person, which I think I've talked about, where I told him that my ang- they're making my anxiety spike. That, the guy, baristas. No, that guy no longer works there yeah. now. <laughs> you I got him fired. I gave him such attitude. <laughs> anyway, but... So you so, watched wrestling and you had coffee with well, Zach while yeah, I was gone. But no, yeah, and then that night... I oh, it I, came, <laughs> I came home. Watched some more wrestling. I, I flirted with the idea of going out and meeting a friend. Yeah, because it's a Friday night. Yep, of course. Didn't do it. Wow. Didn't do it. Um, and I can't. Honestly, that's a blackout. I can't really remember what happened Friday night on Friday night. Maybe wrestling. Probably some professional wrestling. Yeah. Now, Saturday, that was my big day. I couldn't watch Southern Charm that day, just yes. to let you know. Because so Saturday, Thursday and Friday, yeah. I can't. So, But but those I days see. are I those see. days don't even count, really. I can see. Yeah. I had just dropped you off the airport. I was At trying to catch in my breath. You're right. You had a, the day was really taken from you. <laughs> Lily. Somebody's got to feed our cat. Someone has to take care of Lily. I did that a Lily. few times both those days. Yeah. There was a lot going on, but I know Saturday for a fact, I just couldn't fit it in. Yeah. Saturday because you worked. I would, of course. Saturday is your day of work. I w- <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, most people are resting on Saturday, not me. Yeah. I'm ride or die. Most people work Monday through Friday yeah, and rest you know on what? Saturday, Sunday. I throw it in their face of society. I go, hey, not me. I'm not taking a day off on Saturday. I'm working on Saturday. Because all the other days are days off. So What? southern charm all right listen saturday i woke up i had to cover for you i had kids in comedy you weren't there you yeah. weren't there at, the, at our job i wasn't at our I job i had to teach your 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 little kids stand-up comedy give them all those cracks those jokes those i heard you were pretty good i was great that day wow then i did a private lesson i just made that student. up but... well, well i <laughs> see i jumped right on it because i assumed that really happened because yeah. i was good i know I, I assumed you were so then after that i had to do a private lesson that's an hour lesson with a student who wanted to freshen up her set and then after that i had to teach my own class and after that i had to feed a cat another responsibility that you gave me over a saturday yeah okay? yeah you're right i put and a lot on your shoulders i didn't even mention the fact that i had to return a library book for you that day which is right directly across the street from kids in comedy still i have to go into the library and that takes a lot of uh courage for a guy like me who's never been in one fair fair people you know you didn't know what to do with the book you're wearing it on your head Yeah, i was like is this how do you do this you're rubbing it on your armpit i go i've heard something about a man named dewey decimal is he around here to take this book back 
Oh my god. So then after after class, I have to rush home. I got to go feed a cat, a wonderful cat, but still. And then after that, I had plans. I made plans to be social, Ashley, with a great friend, Neil Stastny, where we went and we saw. Guess what? What did we see? Aladdin. John Wick three. Okay, <laughs> John Wick three. I spent two hours and 17 minutes in the theater watching Keanu Reeves snap people's necks. And you know what? Cathartic, nice, enjoyable night. Went home, was so pooped from the day, went right to sleep after I watched a shit ton of wrestling, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Right to sleep. Got home around 10.30, went to sleep at the crack of three, couldn't fit it in then. And then, of course, the next day, had to get up, go to the gym. That day is today. And then what did I have to do, Pick me up at the airport at 3 p.m. Yeah, okay. at the airport. Here's and I thing. fed that goddamn cat again. Here's the Beforehand. thing. True or false? False. <laughs> the <laughs> amount of wrestling you watched over the past four days. Huh? Say that again. I, did, am- I missed what you just said. The amount of wrestling you watched over the last four oh, days, yes, yes, if yes, you I added up uh-huh. the time, yeah, yeah, yeah. it would equal the entire season of Southern Charm, season one. True Let's or false? See. 13 hours. Nope. It exceeds a little more than Yeah, that. there you go. That's what well, you don't understand. About. There was an NXT takeover. I hadn't watched the previous episodes of NXT, the, the show. You the, know what, baby? I, the, I will the, the say goddamn, this. The goddamn Super Juniors uh, tournament's going on in New Japan Wrestling. I will say that I, I'm, I am attracted to enthusiasm. Thank you. And people with and interest. We are, we are leaving. This is the end of the podcast. Yeah, like that's it. I like to leave it. on a high note. Well, thank you so much. My interests, you know, I also got into a new cool musician. I forgot her name, but it's very cool. Like, I'm, I'm doing shit. Yeah. I read some comic books. Very cool. Listen, when you're not around, I pretty much do the exact same thing I do when you are around. You have to enjoy that fact. I do. Right? I do enjoy that it's fact. It's not like I'm, I'm like, yeah, now time to throw a party. I'm yeah. like, no, now I'm just going to watch... Uh, pro wrestling with the sound on. Mm-hmm. That's that's how it changes. It was really nice in here. Yeah, Ash. you didn't have I, to wear the headphones. Oh my god, I watched I watched TV past midnight without. Wow. Uh, yeah, it was without wonderful. a wretched bitch <laughs> telling you to turn it off. You said it, not me. <laughs> and I'm not saying that I agree with you, which I do. <laughs> Listen, I, I had a great time. It sounds like you ate a lot of biscuits down there in Virginia. God, town. if you are a vegetarian in Virginia, you're just eating biscuits and beans. That's basically all I had. That sounds like a really sad folk song. Biscuits and beans. I'm feeling kind of loopy right now because I did take two Valium for the plane ride back because I cannot fly. I have such, I do not understand how people fly without being in sheer panic. Um, I used to just drink myself into a state where I could fly, but that you can't do that forever, folks. Because you also drink yourself into a state where you can shit your own pants. And, That's I mean, true. It yeah, is, it's tough on an airplane. And Delta doesn't like that. They don't. So I took one Valium on my way to Virginia, and I was like on the plane ride in, and I was like, oh, this isn't going to cut it. So I took two Valium on the plane ride back. It 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 helped a little bit, but I will say the woman. Say it, Ashley. The woman next to me unprompted leaned over and told me that I should probably go to therapy because she thinks my flying anxiety is due to childhood trauma and I need to get to the root of it all and that I can do it. She knows I can do it. This sounds like an episode of Black Mirror. Because she did it. She was in my position years ago. Um, how did she know all of this? Apparently, I was gripping the seat and making noises during turbulence. I think I was grunting. Mommy, 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 oh no. <laughs> no, daddy, daddy, daddy. I'm just a little girl. Oh. I did The text- woman's like, um, miss, I think it's not just flying that's the problem. <laughs> I did text Nick my will and, um, and testament. Is that what you it's called? You did. Guys, all of her FabFitFun items from this year's <laughs> box is going 
to our cat Lily. That's yeah. what I found out. It's yep. wonderful. Yeah, I was in Virginia for my grandmother's 80th. Um, what happened to me while I was there? I lost my ID. That was big. Jesus Christ, Come people. On. I, that's right. I spent about two hours worrying about that. Yeah. Yeah, it could have been. Googling you, things you for weren't, you. Okay, so you weren't watching anything while you were worrying about my ID? No. You Nothing was playing in the background. Pro wrestling. Oh, my God. I wasn't God. watching it. Listen, yeah. Ash. Well, we also we saw Booksmart before you left. Remember yeah. that? Did yeah. you enjoy the movie Booksmart? I loved it. Yeah, it was a good movie, guys. That's a funny movie. Should I not talk about losing my ID? Do you think that's boring? Oh, I didn't know you wanted to say more. I do. Of you, course I do. You lost it on a trail. I went but I went to go on this really long hike. It's like four miles. It's called the Dick and Willie hike, which Nick thought Wait, was very on, funny. Oh, yeah, yeah. Dick is, and Willie. Yeah, it's funny. The fact that I had to alert you to the fact that that is funny. I didn't realize strange. it because everyone acts like it's just normal. Uh, yeah, you just ride the Dick and Willie, man. You'll get there. Yeah, just go take a little walk down to the Dick and Willie. Okay, I got. I, I know how to get there. Why don't you take, why don't you take a walk? Down Dick and Willie Boulevard, I'll get your ass there. It sounds like a threat. <laughs> it sounds like a threat, Ash. And before I went on the Dick and Willie, my grandfather was like, here, take a knife. He's like, there, you don't know what's going to happen down there. There's some shady characters. And I was like, I don't want to take a knife. Um, and he was like, are you sure? And I'm like, You're on yeah. the Dick and Willie path. You might run into the testicle twins. <laughs> Who knows? You need this knife. It's like, I don't want to take a knife. But then I got down there and I was like, shit, maybe I should have taken that knife. And then I thought, you know what? Let me just take my ID and put it in my pocket so they can- That's Schrodinger's knife, man. So they can- identify the body if necessary and then cut to two hours later when i got back and realized my id was gone and if you would have had that knife you would have found that id you would have, th- would have held somebody at a knife point yeah i think i know who took you. it what i think i know who took it what do you mean a bear running I, off in the woods well when i finished the hike i got back it took about an hour and 40 minutes i got back to the car and that's when i realized that my id was gone so i was like fuck but it couldn't have gone far it's got to be on the trail so i did the whole trail again another four miles this time i managed to do it in like an hour did eight miles total but this hour i'm looking everywhere can't find it and it's not it's not like uh, wilderness it, it would be there you would see it and so i was like what where the freak is my id how is this possible i passed two people on my time on the trail i passed um, a man who was running and i saw him on the way on my second time and he said hi to me he said he had not found the id i asked him about it and i saw one teenager Okay. Here we go. I saw a teenager, folks. Here we go. A loose teen. And I say loose because they were by themselves. Here we go. They were not in a collective group. They were walking. They were listening to a disc man. Yeah, you're listening to Eminem, getting all riled up. I think they might have. They passed me on the trail, and I was trying to make eye contact with them and say hello, because that's what you do in Virginia. You never look a teen in the eyes, no matter what state you're in. This teen, like, violently violently ignored my eye contact. And I was like, that's weird. That's I'm odd. I'm just like a 54-year-old woman Hey, I'm turning woods. 25 in a month, okay? And I'm looking at children, and I'm like, hoping for a smile. A weird behavior. Now I know why. That teen found my ID, and they're going to sell it to oh, somebody to then get into a bar. There's a son of a bitch. I stole her ID. I'm going to be using that to make a million dollars. Anyway, I had to like plead my case to the TSA to get on the flight home, and I managed to get back to New York. Thank the Lord. You got your ass back. I got patted down, too, and every single thing was uh sorted through all my belongings they looked through all of your moisturizers they read my diary wow. mm-hmm. now yep. they know how great i am they great my socks they did it all 
That's crazy. And now I'm back here with my love, Nick Maritata. Oh, and you're doing your favorite thing in the world, the podcast. Yeah. Uh, folks, um, let's just jump into it. Yeah, I let's mean, jump into it. No, I've stopped doing breaks in the middle of this. It's they're pointless. We do nothing between them. Yeah, and we don't have any commercials to play. Do you but... think that was a good enough update on our life? No. Now let's talk about some <laughs> other stuff. Uh, some real shit. We watched the TLC show Trading Spaces. Ashley, tell us uh, the backstory on why we're watching this. So basically, um, my best friend from high school, her name is Sarah. What up, Sarah? Hi, Sarah. I know you listen to the podcast. Um, she, her brother, Joe, who I know is Joseph. It was very odd when they kept calling him Joe on the show. He's an adult now. His name yeah. is Joe. You, you shed half your name when you become adult. Yeah. Um, you were Nicholas. Now you're Nick. Always. I was Ashley Bartholomew. Now I'm just Ashley. And sometimes I call you Bart. <laughs> so Joe and his wife were on this episode of Trading Spaces. And what episode was it, Nick? I believe it was the last season that's happened. It's the most current episode. It's season 10, episode 11, I believe. Oh, man. And they, they traded spaces with their neighbors. And um, basically, Joe and Anna, that's his wife, they had a a nursery, an old an old kid's room, like full of toys and stuff, playroom, that they wanted to turn into a relaxation room slash office. And then their neighbors had a bedroom that lacked personality. I think the guy's name was Gil. Gil. Gil and his wife, Sarah? I don't, I don't know. Remember. The blondie with the bangs. Oh, something I wanted to bring up on the Vanderpump thing, by the way. This is a little what? off topic. Come on. I'm sorry. Just real quick. Has anyone on Vanderpump ever had bangs? Because I was like surprised by the lack of bang rep- repre- um, representation. I'm trying to think at if the reunion. Sassy surely so. had bangs at some no, point. No, I don't think they do. Why don't women on reality television have bangs? I mean, because a lot of them do this look where they pull their hair back in like a tight ponytail, mm. and like so. If if you have the ability to do that, you probably don't bang it up much. Okay. Well, this woman on Trading Spaces had a lot of bang. And she also had a mm, stressful relationship with her husband. That's interesting. Why do you say that? Because, like, they were, what was that scene that they had when they were making they the were wreath? Cr- they were crafting. Or something, yeah. And um, Frank, the designer. So basically, we should maybe say this yeah. first. Yeah. Trading Spaces, if you haven't seen it, it's been going on forever. It's basically an institution as far as these DIY shows go. You. Uh, you and a neighbor, if you're on the show, will pick a room in your house that you'd like to transform. You and that neighbor swap houses for two days, and then based on your neighbors and the designer provided by the show... Based on their vision. You create a room, and then you basically at the end see if you like what your neighbor did to the room in your house. And it's you very a, simple. You trade $1,000 budget. There's a budget. They talk about the budget a lot. They're basically like, we, we're not going to make this look that good. Yeah. So just re- release the fact that you're not going to have, you're not going to love this place. My right first up front. disappointment was this was not trading spouses. Was that a show? Yes, it is. Yeah. And I, for some reason, thought that's what this was going to be. Oh, and that would have been great. I like those shows just because I like to be with people longer. I don't think two days is enough. You know, this is my problem really with like bar rescue. It's like you're not going to get I'm not going to get what I want out of Yo, that little I'm period. Sorry to, I'm sorry to cut your ass off right now, but I just remembered that John Taffer of Bar Rescue has a new show where he's rescuing relationships. I'm going to be a super fan of that show. I cannot wait. Um, yeah, but we'll, I agree. we'll review it for the pod. I just like like the trading spouses. What's it called? Trading wife? What's the name of that uh, wife thing? Swap. Show? Wife swap. I, like I think that. there is a trading spouses too. 
I like but it just because swap is the big you're one. with the people for a week. Yeah, actually, it's two weeks. Oh. The first week you do it the by way, your rules. No, no, the first rules? week they do it by their rules, and then the 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 wife then changes the rules up. Yeah, two weeks. Week. That's a lot of time to get some quality footage. Okay, yeah. two days. It's like we're just kind of goofing for the camera. We're barely a lot of comfortable goofs. in front of the camera. It's quite we're a lot not going to show who we really are. I mean, and I think that um, Joe and um, Anna, they came across the strongest, I feel like, in terms of a relationship. Yeah, absolutely. This, this other couple, let, let's go over that dig. So they're crafting. So they're crafting, and then Frank kind of looks, the designer that's paired with the couple, looks over at the couple and goes, so are you guys sort of crafty people? And the guy, Gil, goes, huh, she is. And then... Um, she goes, and he's he's a little judgmental. He, he's more of a judger. Yeah, he's more and, of a judge. And then Frank's like, ooh, what's yeah. this tea? Spill it. And then it's just like, well, yeah, we and have And then the this. husband's like, if it was good, I wouldn't have to judge it. Yeah, well, yeah, I know. He was like, well, I just think that some people should be more open to criticism. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's what it was. And then Frank was like, god damn, I want this to get hotter. Yeah. Like, this seems like y'all are about to fight. Yeah, the problem with this show also is that they're not drinking. Like, they need to well, be. Well, Frank might be. Who yeah, knows? but the couples need to drink. Yeah. There needs to be some tension. Needs to be some high stakes here. Like, what is what is propelling this forward? What are the stakes? Like, we might fuck it up, but you're they barely might not like it, you know. you're barely changing stuff. You're painting walls. You're putting in a lamp. You know. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's there's it's basic ass shit that people that watch TLC. I this want type higher of stakes. Like. I think they should be working with power saws, drunk or something. There should be an <laughs> element of danger involved. That would be a lot of fun. Yeah, they have to do couples counseling while they're they're staining wood. Seems to me that a big draw of this show is the designers that are on this show. Yeah, and, and the designers number one is Frank, as we mentioned, who is an older, balding guy with glasses. He's super punchy, fun. super fun. Clearly a gay guy. Oh, and, oh. You you didn't think it was clear? No. I, I'm, I'm, fi- I, you know, I don't normally do this. I'm going to go out on a limb. Wow. And I think, and honestly, that's his, he's a super fun dude who the, I, it seems like the couple's might really want to meet Frank if you're a yeah. big fan. Like, Frank seems to be the star oh, of the show. Oh, I thought maybe Ostrich was. No, not Osterhouse. Um, the other guy is, uh, I, and I don't know if it's these guys every single time. But the other guy is, God, I don't, I can't remember his first name. It's like, it starts Jeremy. with a C. No. It's like a car, uh, Oyster House. Cameron, something. His last name is Osterhouse. And we know this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not really. Sorry, sorry, moms. But I've, as soon as I saw him, I'm like, oh my God, this is him. He is the guy that we talked about a few months back when we did like the great decoration uh, Christmas decoration yeah. off yeah that's on like TLC or so it's probably Basically, TLC houses just compete with their Christmas decorations yeah it's gone off for a few seasons and he was and the they host. have special guest hosts yeah. each episode is it super is it special guest host I thought episode? it was I thought it was, oh maybe we watched no, a couple no we watched seasons. a couple <laughs> and it's this guy this is him and oh. it's I thought it was very funny that I was like it's the Christmas decorations guy because you know people just watch trading spaces and yeah. know this guy and then go oh he's doing this show too maybe i'll watch it we're like the only people who are like i know him <laughs> he's on the christmas show yeah like, and i was the christmas show is the spinoff right is what you're saying yeah. like the, the christmas show well, is the show no one is gonna be you it's don't the second tier show yes, it's yes, definitely not yes. trading like trading spaces is an institution yes. so much so 
that it uh, some they do something that added another strange element to this episode. They have a web series called Training Spaces, yeah, which is a competition for a junior designer to be featured on one episode of Trading Spaces. It just so happens that it was this episode. Yeah. And so Frank worked with a man named Peter. I can't really remember his name. But he was this dude from Miami and the great whole- Great eyebrows. Great eyebrows. A lot of fun. The whole thing was him was like, do we trust this guy who we yeah. don't fucking know from Adam? That was really the stakes. It was. was. Like, is he going to is he gonna mess, mess this up? Oh, and they gave him responsibility. He picked all the paint out. Like, yeah. he had to run an art project for mm-hmm. people. Like, and Frank, who is the tried and true vet here, stepped back. Really? Luckily, they all loved his choices. Oh, did they? They did. They seemed to love his choices. I like the paint. How did you feel about the art project? I didn't think it was a good idea, but then like, when I they put it up, it looked good. I have some paper. We're going to paint these elements of nature. Here's some paint. We don't have brushes. Use a stick. Yeah, we're on a budget. And like literally Bangs was like, mm, you can't. You can't afford. You're so. Uh, you can't afford paint. Yeah. You can't afford brushes. Brushes. You can't. She was upset. Yeah. But uh, it added an element. I did think it was maybe unfair that only one couple was with a junior designer and yeah. the other couple was not. Yeah. Um. But it ended up in the end seeming like it was fine. Um. It did yeah. look like Frank had to do less work, and he seemed pretty stoked about. He it. was just chilling. He was chilling, and he, he was, was he goofing. was goofing with the the very hot carpenter guy. Yes, he said he's very attractive, but dumb as a box of rocks. Yeah. And, the, and the handsome carpenter guy loved it. He really did. They had a good time. Yes. So then they also jump in and there are these kind of um, satellite designers. They are carpenters. Yeah. So when they need a big job and they're working on build something. Build us a bed. Build, build us, us a, a bed, dresser. Build us a dresser. Yeah. <laughs> build us a tree in yeah. three frames. Uh, yes. And, and that's an element of the show, too. Uh, and let's not forget Paige, who Paige is I'm the host. not really sure what she's doing. Bubblying. She's bubbling. She's bubbling. Bubblying. She's, she's very just, bubbly. She's bouncing in Hi, with bubbles. Yoo-hoo-hoo. What's going on over here? <laughs> she's Mickey Mouse. <laughs> um, and then this is something I find interesting. Like this this trend in reality shows to have like backstage footage, like with the page cam, you know, where it's like the person is talking to the camera, but they're setting it up. Like we're doing this rogue. It's like Blair witch style. It's like, we're filming this with our phone. Yeah, They're getting like behind the scenes stuff with like a different camera off to the side. And it's just doing like a straight to camera testimonial. But it just looks like they're standing closer to a regular camera. Right. But they, I think they don't normally talk to the camera. So I think that's what the difference Um, is. They, only, they talk like in interviews later, maybe, uh, but in the moment they pull people off from the side, they stick a camera in their face and they put just a filter over it to make it look like it's an old like uh, yeah. RCA, you know, tape. Um, Frank and, camera. Yeah. So and they're like, this is the Frank cam. This is the page cam. Um, there is a lot of cooks in the kitchen with trading spaces. Yeah. Two designers that could basically be the host of the show if they wanted to be. Easy. Plus the host of the show that really doesn't need to be there, but they pop her in at these moments just when they're like introducing a new concept. Plus the carpenters who both had personality. Also could have hosted the show if they wanted to. And I thought what was interesting was um, I feel like Joe and Anna, like they stood out in terms of personality. And I don't feel like the other couple necessarily did. Like Joe and Anna took the, the two, um, 
host, they took them jump roping. Yes, they were they're part competitive of, jump ropers. Yeah, they're part of the bouncing bulldogs. The bouncing, Ashley did extra research. The bouncing well, bulldogs. I remember when they were on that team because I grew up with them. So I remember um, when Joseph was a part of that, they won all sorts of awards. And I went to college. They both went to NC State. They both went to North Carolina State University. Probably given more information about their personal lives than I should. I mean, they but... live here. This is their phone number. <laughs> and fuck it. Here's the credit card number. But what I'm trying to say is I knew I know that jump roping has been very important to them their whole life. So I was very excited that they were able to like include that in this show that's not about jump roping you know it was nice that we got to see a little bit more of their personalities yeah you know and uh they were incredible at jump roping i will not lie osterhouse jumped in on the double dutch and man did he kill it everybody was pumped yeah and also like they had this little thing where they they stayed up all night painting they were staining some equipment and stuff and um they had like their own camera and they were the goofing they, they call this a homework cam yeah they were goofing and doing stuff like that so that was cool they, it was fun and the uh goofing over on the gill side of things a little darker. Yeah. What well, that just them snapping. Well, at each I just other. saw them wake up in the morning the next day after they had their homework, and like Gil was just like they're like, "Hey, so you guys ready?" And they're like, "Yeah, we're kind of tired, but it's okay." And then there was a moment when Frank was with Gil, and then he and they're like making this art project that's going to go up on the wall, which was actually very nice. Yeah, um, I like that a lot. And uh, Frank just looked over at Gil and was like, "So." This probably wasn't your idea, was it? Like Gil's like begrudgingly like pasting <laughs> little pieces of wood onto another piece of wood, and she's like, "He's like, yeah, you know, the the wives wanted to do it, and hey, here we are. Here we are." He's like, you know what? I think it's really great that you're doing this. Like, yeah, I have a feeling Gil did not want to be there and was like dragging his feet through this entire shoot. Yeah, he didn't seem super jazzed about it. So let's talk about the rooms a little bit. Okay. So, um. Uh, Anna and Joe are a couple. mm -hmm, So Anna and Joe, they asked for, they wanted it to be outdoorsy, but Mm -hmm. they didn't want them to bring the outdoors inside exactly. Yeah, I think it was actually the verbiage was bringing that outdoors inside without actually bringing in the outside. And they're very, and they're naturey people. They go camping, they Mm -hmm. hike. Uh, We saw a uh, cute little piece of footage or camera, uh, I mean a photo of uh, their whole family like, uh, in like some sort of uh, rock climbing situation there was a cute little baby like in like a hiking bag oh and yeah it was adorable and so like they're looking for a more um you know outdoorsy feel without it actually being outdoors mm-hmm. so that was what uh joe and anna wanted and gill and bangs um <laughs> they seem to they had their master bedroom they wanted their their big emphasis they was were, it's dark they wanted it to be a lot brighter but they were also like yeah 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 we want that too we yeah, want the, yeah. <laughs> the nature in but not really yeah, but the same thing it yeah. is one of the same thing. And, yeah. they, and they live in a nice um, uh, neighborhood, it seems like, where there's a lot of, Lots uh, of trees and wood. So it, it makes sense. It's good with the decor. And actually, Gil and it seemed like Gil and Bangs' house was like a real wooden like, you know, like their whole I thing like, looked like three log outside. cabins yeah. like, on top of one another. I was confused by whose house was the outside house because they're in different Gil's, houses. I think Gil's outside house was the, the like, dark super one? dark wood. Oh, I thought that was Joe and Anna's. Uh, who knows? Oh, but maybe that's because I kept seeing them in that house. Right, yep. See, mm-hmm. the brain mm-hmm. plays tricks on you, y'all. They traded spaces. Don't you remember? Oh, my God. Tricked again. Tricked again by a title of a show. So basically their master bedroom had no personality at all. They needed that fixed and should we just cut to uh the finished products sure 
the master bedroom came about, it looked gorgeous. Mm. The master bedroom was my fave. I mean, they did a fantastic job. They in the did master bedroom. such a good job. One of the things that Osterhouse had them do, first of all, they had mentioned Joe and Anna to Osterhouse, their designer, being like, "Listen, um, you know, uh, we want it to be the outdoors in." But not actually. How many more times can we say that? Well, I'm just setting it up because we should talk about what he actually did. Yeah. And and Ozerhaus was like, okay, so you want the outdoors in, but you don't want the actual outdoors in. Okay, um, I'm gonna bring the outdoors in. Yeah. And they were like, well, what do you mean? They were like, don't worry, I have a plan. So like Anna was like, they literally, she was like, like when she was explaining it, she was like, you know, like have it have, feel woodsy, but not like actual trees on the wall. Yeah. And he was like. Uh, turns out he had had a plan for a long time yeah to, he's been thinking design. about this for years and describe what they did to the wall by the bed oh my god it was so beautiful it was like a hanging garden they had this sort of waterproof meshy tarp material that had pockets in it that you could put soil in and plants in and then still water it and it had multiple levels and then you you hang it on a wall and it just looked like a panel of beautiful greenery coming down on both sides framing the bed it is something i totally want to do to the apartment um i'm i wonder if you're on board no okay now, uh... um it looks so cool this is to me this really made the room like come together and feel sort of like an oasis because then the bed was made out of this they made them a whole new bed and it was the um, bed was gorgeous the, the frame was, was great i mean it was just like treat nice wood the frame uh, and it was wood they found in the backyard and then they like they uh stained it and so having these beautiful like green wall hangings coming down they to this definitely wood, did not find that wood in the backyard they, they made it seem no, like they found it in the backyard they found, no that that shitty shades lounge they made was all the wood oh. they found in the backyard. That was like nice wood that she was cutting and it made a beautiful bed frame and it was gorgeous but then they also had a nook and the nook had a chaise lounge oh and my God. Osterhouse was like you know what you know how they're like let's not bring the outdoors actually in well why don't you just collect a whole bunch of logs this is him talking to the carpenter um, in the back here and then just fashion a chaise lounge out of that and she's like okay they build this thing and it's done it's like got this shitty white paint on it it looks like the most painful like trap that you would ever it does fall look into. like punishment i mean it looks like somebody would be like now you have to go sit in the the log lounge the logs were too spaced out there's too much um you're gonna be a butt cheek stuck in there yeah and it's just like on wood they <laughs> no didn't even, support like i thought they were gonna put like a pad over some it. sort of a pad nothing like no one's gonna sit over it there. looked like a, a middle school art project gone wrong it was tough it, it was tough i'm i want the deets i'm gonna have to ask uh sarah about this if they kept it how oh, wait, no, that's not hers yeah right. but i mean they're the neighbors like sure. how long that chase lounge stayed around it's interesting and you can't burn it now because you painted it so you can't even turn that into firewood so it's like yeah you can't it's done it's, it's done trash yeah so, so what about the but what they did kind of knock out of the park was that uh piece of art they did with the tree. yes they did such a cool thing it was called it starts with a t yeah i should know what it is it's it's when a a piece of artwork is divided into three parts you know it you remember you from your art history class folks you know they'd be in altars the Catholic Church is famous for these, where you have a whole piece div uh, divided into three parts. It's not a trifecta. It's, it's okay. Triglycerides. Yep, that's it. Um, and but it, it made it look like you. It was like a branch of the tree. So the first one towards the ground.
around was like it was a an trunk open of the branch. It was like three open boxes. Yeah. And within the box was like a cut up tree, but it looked like one continuous limb. Yeah. Except for there would be the spaces in between it the boxes. It was very, very nice. It was so much better than let's paint these uh, nature things with sticks. Yeah. Actually, the real crime in Joe and Anna's uh, oh, my God. is the antler wreath. Oh, I thought you were going to say something else. Oh, okay, well, let's know, talk know, about let's the talk antler about the... reef, and then we can get to the thing well, I want to say. it's not much to say. Uh, Frank collected a bunch of antlers that have naturally just he found he in the sure woods. He made sure we know that, which I found interesting, because as someone who collected bones in those woods as a child, uh-huh. um, you, you know, you're lucky if you come across a full set of antlers like that, like, you know, once a year. I mean, that's awesome. And then you have to bleach them out in the sun. So the fact that he had like eight on hand i was like mm, something feels off about this you have a bunch of antlerless deer in your trunk right yeah now. or you bought them yeah. but he was like making it be very clear he's like these were all found and i'm like were they well maybe he bought them from a place who sells just found stuff like yeah but happen. i'm gonna say found and i'm doing air quotes you here are. means roadkill oh is, is that my bad? guess is that bad no, but it takes away just, the mystique you, of a stumbling well, along. You see a dead, uh, dead, the deer on the, dead deer on the side of the road. You walk up to it. You put your boot on its face. Oh, Nick. You grab that antler and you just Never. pull till you hear a pop. Never. What? You're. Oh my God. What? You have to edit that out. Will not. As a matter of fact, I'm clipping this out and putting it in the beginning of the podcast. <laughs> so, you know, they had that. Uh, I, I kind of like the wreath. I just, no, the wreath sucked. I kind of like the wreath. I just thought that it was like it, it did not. Anna and Joe's room didn't feel as cohesive as the other couples. Like the other couples, it was all tied together and sort of this plant wood feeling. Anna and Joe, it was like it was kind of minimalistic, and and then the antlers, and then I don't know it. It didn't. It did not complement it in the same way that a wall of plants would. I agree. The, the, the that bedroom, they they won. The master yeah. bedroom one. Now, I, I, I know what you were about to say, yes. which was the, yes. the part that you were harping on the yes. entire episode. I could not believe this. So I guess that Wayfarer is like a furniture company that sponsors the show or something. I don't know. I've never watched freaking Trade and Spaces before. But both couples got to go into what was essentially a pop-up shop of Wayfair accessories. So there's lamps. There's there's um, furniture, rugs, um, all sorts of different lighting fixtures and Anything to accessorize this new space with. And you get to pick uh, something to take into the space. So Bangs and Gil, is that his name? They went into the Wayfair tent first. And uh, they're looking around. There are this beautiful set of lamps that were um, blue glazed ceramic. They looked so gorgeous they would have been perfect in the room you get two of them you get two of them um you know gill was like let's get these lamps like they're the color of the room and it would look so good and then bangs was like yeah but anna said she wanted something cozy okay because apparently she wants that to be her reading room and it's like lights are also cozy a nice lamp can be cozy so what do they pick ash just like a dumb blanket <laughs> they pick like the shittiest it looks like a towel it looked it was not even big enough to they be a blanket a, they it pass was up a, a throw. trunk a couch 
uh, a, a beautiful rug, 16 lamps, and they pick a towel. Uh, yeah, a throw, a, a, a stupid little towel. Later in the episode, Frank was wearing it on his head. Yeah, on his sweaty-ass head. Yeah, he had it wrapped around his head. And they're like, it's for Anna because it's cozy. I'm sure Anna has some blankets, y'all. And then Anna and Joe get the same option to go in the Wayfair. And what do they grab? They grab such a beautiful hanging light that is this woven wicker basket almost that holds a like free floating light bulb it looked so cool it's the only reason that the nook in the master bedroom is redeemable at all because don't forget that's where the chaise lounge is and it's something i would want in my apartment i loved that hanging lamp i thought it was gorgeous um when they're doing the room reveal when we're seeing joe and anna's room we were like where's the freaking blanket <laughs> and then we they do like, you don't the, see the blanket they're they, showing you the room they there's do the no pan blanket. like three times there's, there's no blanket and there's then a all, blanket on the sofa yeah, but it's not, not that the blanket. blanket and then all of a sudden that last pan i caught it it looked like it was hanging out of a garbage can <laughs> i swear to god next to the couch now i don't think it was a garbage can i think it was just like a place you can it put was like things, a wicker basket for blankets it, it looked like a garbage can it was just kind of peeking out yeah. of there because you because that was the whole thing you would grab this item and then no matter what the designer you're paired with had to incorporate in the room no yeah. questions asked yeah you know, frank took that thing and was like great uh, i'll put this in the trash can yeah so yes they do the reveals joe and anna get re- it re- their uh office slash chill spot uh revealed um first they they seem like they love it do you think I mean, that they loved it i do think they loved it i think we're being kind of harsh on it because we like the master bedroom so much because when you do do the side-by-side comparisons of like what the room used to look like and what it looks like now i would love to have that room oh it's now. A, it's, it's a nice room it's incredible it's a nice room it also has like floor-to-ceiling windows overlooking the woods and they put a couch right there looking out of the windows can you imagine hey calling all introverted blowhards can you imagine laying on that couch reading a book or watching reality television while the rain peter patters right out front in front of you and through the window i mean it was so cozy and it looked like a great place to write as well like i'm really i'm always uh, scoping out workshop areas office areas and i could get a lot of stuff done there and then they reveal uh gill and bangs room to yeah. gill and bangs yeah and they seem to really like their room the yeah. first thing i i heard was gill go Oh wow, they worked. I think they might have worked harder than us. Yeah, because yeah. when the reveal it was like a gorgeous situation yeah. with all the, you know the tree that's trisected. Yeah, and, and the bed and the bed is. I mean, they they the made bed. the honestly the, the bed, bed with the bed frame is like incredible. The bed frame it wins just because it's a, this a handcrafted beautiful wooden bed frame, and then the walls of hanging plants. I mean, just those two like little details alone made this room feel more made over than the other room. And then Gil kind of looks over in the nook and sees the the log chase lounge yeah. and almost uh, almost literally goes, oh, <laughs> and there that is. <laughs> anyway, this place is great. Yeah. Like it was clearly like that'll be moving somewhere else. What the hell are we supposed to do with that thing? So folks, um, you know what? That was the end of Trading Spaces, and this is the end of this episode of Reality Blows. Thank you so much for listening. Unfortunately, we have no more challenge to watch, so we're not doing our recaps at the moment. But if you have any ideas for other shows that we can recap, send them to us at realityblowspodcast at gmail.com. I have a question, y'all out there listening. Would you want us to recap older seasons of the challenge? Like, should we go back and watch Fresh Meat? 
one and recap it? Would yeah. you be into that? Yeah, we're kind of interested in doing something like that for our next run, maybe yeah. between challenge seasons or something. Yeah, so. let us know. Um, and follow us on Twitter at Reality Blows Pod. Follow me on Twitter at Ashley B. Roberts. Follow Nick on Instagram at Nick Maritato. That's M A R I T A T O. And as always, give us a five star review on the Apple Podcast app. Do it, review it, rate it, be nice to us. We love you. Good night. Bye.